He does the supernatural, so his name will be known. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today we have the third and final part of Tony Evans' message about not blocking your miracle. Here's Tony. Watch this. When he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth! Mm. Notice the specificity of the cry. Not y'all come forth. Because then everybody from the graveyard would have got up. <laughs> what he requested was the specific answer to the specific request. Not a general answer that applies to everyone. When you need a miracle, you ain't talking about everybody. You talking about it's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. You, you, you need him to call your Lazarus, not just some vague answer. Oh, by the way, that's how you know it's God when he calls it by your name. Lazarus, a specific answer to a specific need in a specific situation predicated on a specific request. Lazarus, come forth. Now watch this, watch this, watch. I don't want you to miss this. Get ready to close it out here, but don't, don't miss this because it says the man who had died came forth. Bound with hand and feet with wrappings and his face was wrapped around with a cloth. Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. Okay, watch this now. It says he came forth, but he didn't come forth walking. He came forth shuffling. Because he was still tied up. He said he was tied up around his legs, around his hand, around his head. He was still wrapped in death cloth. So watch this now. He was alive, but he was not liberated because he was still tied up. Now, he had a miracle. The miracle was what was dead is now alive. So here comes walking out because he's tied up. But guess what Jesus did? He called this small group. He said, I want y'all to untie his legs and I want you to unhook his arms. I want y'all to unwrap his head because I want the other folk to participate in my miracle. God just doesn't want to do miracles that exclude you. He wants to do miracles that include you. You are part of the miracle. He did enough to get it going. He says, I want y'all to finish it off so that you can see how I can use people in the lives of circumstances to do what they can do. I'll get him alive. Y'all can at least unwrap the boy. You and I are participants. That's why 2 Corinthians chapter 6 says, we are workers together with him. He will do what we can't do. He wants us to do what we can do so that we become partners in the supernatural miracle working process. And it closes by saying, 
and many believed on him. So let me tell you something. God doesn't do miracles just to show off. He doesn't do the supernatural to flex his muscles. He does the supernatural so that his name will be known. Many believed on him. That's the problem with a lot of folk coming to church looking for a blessing. They're looking for what God's going to do for me. I want a new house, new car, new clothes, new this, new that. Do something for me. Bless me. I want my blessing. I want my blessing, my blessing. And then after God does something, he gets no notification, no glorification. You're not witnessing. You're not talking about him. You're not giving him the credit. You're not responding and giving. You're not, do, you're not doing anything. You're just talking about your blessing. He doesn't just bless you for you. He blesses you for his name, his glory, your impact, your testimony, your ministry. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. When you get your supernatural, you better open up your mouth and you better declare the greatness of your God because only your God can go into your grave and raise you up and give you life. You better give him the glory due his name. May I implore you to stop blocking your miracle? That's exactly what Martha was doing when her brother Lazarus died. Jesus delayed his visit. She said, and Mary, her sister said too, if you would have been here, if you would have just shown up, then we would not have had to go through this pain of the loss of our brother. Jesus goes with, uh, with them to the tomb and says, remove the stone. And that's when Martha went logical. She gave Jesus a lesson in mortuary science. She says he's been dead four days, he's rotten, rick mortis has set in, so he stinks. Jesus has to give her clarification on faith. He said, did I, I say to you that if you believed you would see. In other words, I didn't ask you for your logic. I didn't ask you for your human understanding or human opinion. I asked you to do what I asked you to do. Because true faith acts like God is telling truth even when you haven't seen the result of his request yet. That's because believing precedes seeing. So he told her, you will not see what I want to do behind the stone until you do what I told you to do with the stone. A lot of us are blocking our miracle. We're keeping the stone in front of what God wants to do because we're going logical. We're using our education, our background, our success and our income and we are blocking what God wants to do in the spiritual realm. We're keeping the Lazaruses of our lives trapped because we are too smart, too sophisticated, too technologically advanced to take God at his word and simply do what he asks us to do. Faith, it boils down to acting like God is telling the truth, acting like it is so, even when it's not so, in order that it might be so, simply because God said so. So I want to implore you again, stop blocking your miracle. I don't know what God and you need God to do in your life, but make sure you're not standing in the way of him getting it done by refusing to do what he's asked you to do. That was Tony Evans, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Tony Evans, Stop Blocking Your Miracle. 
You can also find out more information about him at his website, TonyEvans.org. Hope you have an amazing day, and I'll see you again tomorrow. God bless.